going to go through some of the main symptoms of anxiety, most common ones, but we'll also talk about the the uncommon ones. Oh, it can be very scary, especially if you're new to this. If this has just started happening to you and you don't understand what a panic attack is and you, you've never encountered this before. For me, it was 100% terrifying. I thought I was dying. I was 100% convinced something was really physically wrong with me. But at the time, like Drew, yeah, it was it was the most frightening symptom for me, along with a plethora of other symptoms. I was always amazed at how many new ones were able to pop up over time. I would get new symptoms and then freak out because, yeah, but I never felt this before. That's just your body processing what is a very healthy response. Welcome to the Disordered Podcast. This is episode five entitled The Symptoms of Anxiety. Does anybody else get headaches? Does anybody else get chest pains? Um, Drew and I can really relate to this. I'm Joshua Fletcher, psychotherapist and author based in the UK. And I am Drew Linsalata, graduate student and therapist in training in the United States. Welcome to episode five. Hot topic. Everybody wants to talk about symptoms, so we will, because it's important. This is part of psychoeducation. We call this psychoeducation, and it's critically important, especially in the beginning. Drew, if you, if you could just off the top of your head guess how many symptoms of anxiety there are, what, what would you say? Well, I mean, I don't even know at this point. There was, there, I would probably guess we can compile well over 75 of them quickly. Quickly. Oh, yeah. I see, at I, least. I like, probably hundreds. Like hundreds. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we're going to go through some of the main symptoms of anxiety, most common ones, but we'll also talk about the the uncommon ones, you know, uh, and the reason why this episode is called, it's called Does Anybody Else is because um, it's one of the comments that we actually see quite a lot in our, in our comment sections, in our social media posts, mm. um, in, in Facebook groups, etc. Um, it's because when we're feeling frightened, um, and we don't like certain symptoms, and particularly if we're scared of, <clears throat> if we struggle with health anxiety, we often see sentences that begin with, does anybody else have this? Does anybody else feel this certain way when this happens? Does anybody else have this strange physical symptom that I've never really had before? Mm. Um, and, and it can be really scary, can't it, Drew? Oh, it can be very scary, especially if you're new to this. If this has just started happening to you and you don't understand what a panic attack is and you, you've never encountered this before. For me, it was 100% terrifying. I thought I was dying. I was 100% convinced something was really physically wrong with me. So, yeah, it's very, it'll rattle you. That's why I think understanding that you're not the only one and, and you're not alone and understanding what the symptoms are is really helpful. Yeah, and, and, and some people can actually fixate on symptoms. I, and it's probably to do with my OCD brain, um, actually my OCD brain, not just because my DVDs are in order. Yeah. It's, I, I remember fixating on things like tinnitus and, uh, or tinnitus, if, uh, for the Americans, yeah, um, and eye floaters and things like this, which I think actually always I had, but just only noticed them or they got louder when uh, more noticeable when I was anxious. But um, we're going to go through. There's a lot of symptoms of anxiety. Odds on we might miss yours, you know. Um, but oh, oh, that's that, that's what we can do, and you can fire it in as as a, as, a, as a question in the future. Sure. Um, what were your scariest symptoms of anxiety, Drew? My scariest symptoms, I think, that were there were the ones that kicked off first that started the whole nasty ball rolling for me. What deep depersonalization, derealization was terrifying to me. 
I thought that that meant that that's what I thought it felt like when you die, like slip away. Um, and the mm. racing heart. So I think I was primarily focused on the DPDR and my heartbeat more than anything else. Um, mm. Those were the two scariest for me. Yeah, mine were DPDR, derealization. I came to come to know it as when I was struggling. Mm. Um, to be honest, I just loved that there was a word for it. Now, if you're not sure what we're talking about, a DPDR stands for derealization, depersonalization. Um, and it's when you often don't feel real. Um, you feel detached from your surroundings. You might look at your hands and not recognize them. For me, I, I remember it felt like if you've ever watched the original Men in Black and they open that man's head and there's a little alien inside controlling this automaton, I felt like I was the alien like kind of controlling my body, this sort of, like this automaton body. And it, it was quite frightening at the time. Now, I'm all right now, you know, sometimes I'll get it now and then very rarely, but I'll get it yeah. and it doesn't really bother me. But at the time, like Drew, yeah, it was it was the most frightening symptom for me, along with a plethora of other symptoms. I was always amazed at how many new ones were able to pop up over time. It would just blew me away. Like, oh, now? Wait, what is this? Then I'd start to have some of those silly things. And we're going to go through a list in a bit of a lighthearted way, but... Um, I would get new symptoms and then freak out because yeah, but I never felt this before. And then that would freak yeah. me out. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Experience showed me it was just never ending game of whack-a-mole with new symptoms and new symptoms. So. Yeah. At the ones we hear that with heart palpitations, when your heart starts, well, it's different. You could break up the heart stuff one because um, mm -hmm. some people don't like it when your heart um, is beating fast. Some people don't like just the sensation of their heart beating or mm -hmm. thudding in the chest. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of anxious people get, um, is it benign? PVCs, I get them. PVCs, that's mm -hmm. it. Um, where like you just skipped beats. Mm -hmm. um, chest flutters, um, which I used to get loads of chest flutters uh, and they used to frighten me, like this little like whoosh feeling in my sternum. Yep. And then the chest flutter, uh, which I actually found out for me is related to when I'm um, got IBS and I'm bloated. Oh. Uh, took me a long time to 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 to, to learn that. Um, so that's why I can't wait till we get an IBS expert on here because mm -hmm. we can we can talk about it more. But yeah, uh, and and I used to do avoidant behaviors, you know. So like we said in the last episode, the threat response fixated on the heart. So I do like avoidant behaviors like not climb the stairs I was afraid it would beat too fast, avoid exercise, and eat too, even to the point where I wouldn't even lie on my side in bed because I just didn't want to yeah. feel the sensation. Didn't want to trigger it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and what other common ones are there? Oh, the ones that we hear more often, we, we're going to kind of divide them into like physical symptoms and mental symptoms and, and emotional symptoms because there's a really wide range. The the breathing focus symptoms, uh, balance and dizziness focus symptoms are the, the two that are here. And nausea, GI related, physical symptoms, huge. Those are probably the leading ones. Also visual, people will say visual disturbances. You yeah. mentioned eye yeah. floaters. I think in our first episode, you talked about how you would get eye floaters. I still have them, but they just don't bother me. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, I, I can. See if, in fact, if I look at the white screen now, there they are. Yeah, I can see them. Yeah, yeah. It's not really. And friends. yet, for a portion of my life, it was <sighs> so frightened out. by them. Sure. Um, yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll stick with the physical. Should we start with physical symptoms first, and then 
yeah. you know, I think some the most common ones, and then later on, Drew and I are going to quick yeah. fire as many as we, many as we can think we, of. Yeah, that we could think of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's. So we talk about that one that often coincides with the not coincides, but the, you know, it, it, it occurs coincidentally at the same time as chest as as heart palpitations like that it's a tight painful chest mm-hmm. now of course what's the first thing an anxious person's going to think when they've got a tight painful chest and heart palpitations oh that was me that was 100% me <laughs> like i was convinced that my heart was just about to stop it or explode i wasn't sure which one <laughs> i truly had visions that somehow my heart could explode or like just i don't know like a like, a well, engine like graphically that, like onto the dinner table yeah <laughs> I, I don't i think i i kind of thought of it like a like an old engine you know like just throws a rod and that's it boom you're done you gotta need a new engine and i don't know why i would i thought that about my heart i would literally there were times when i walked around checking my pulse not to see if it was going too fast just to make sure that i had one which is insane a person that doesn't have a pulse can't check for a pulse but didn't matter Anxious fear is has no rationality to it, so. I, I remember having that as well, but the chest pains particular. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was a, a, a physio just looked, took one look at me because all anxious people mm-hmm. have really poor posture. Yep. And to, to, to process all that adrenaline and cortisol from our threat response, our bodies, un, unknowing to us, mm-hmm. but if you're, they, they, they scrunch inwards. Yeah. So you'll find that you'll scrunch inwards, you'll get stomach pains, rib pains, yeah. um, chest pains, stuff like that. And what this physio did was like, gave me a door frame exercise. And they said, just put your hands on the door and lean through it. And my God, the, it just felt like my chest started opening up. And, um, yeah. And, and my, there was another exercise that I still do to this day where I put my hands right behind my back and, and pull my shoulders back mm-hmm. and, my, and my neck back and stretch that back. And you can feel like where it's just been so tense. But a lot of tension causes, anxious tension and posture causes all these painful things like yeah. a chest, shoulders, jaw pain. You know, the amount of times I Googled TMJ, was, you know, and if you could... So, you might have TMJ, yeah, but I didn't. I just my jaw was just locked solid because I was just gritting my teeth all the time, constantly. Yeah, or I, I yeah. would have um, the pain across the chest was true. I was scrunching that internal shoulder rotation, hunching, bracing thing, but then that was yeah. causing problems with my neck and my shoulders, and especially now in you know twenty twenty three in the last ten years, we all carry these ridiculous devices around where we sometimes go for comfort. Anxious people spend so much time with their heads down, scrunched over, scroll, doom scrolling, that you know those neck problems begin to happen, and then the pain gets interpreted as a heart attack or a stroke or something terrible is really happening. And I used to get the pain in my chest. I would get pain in my neck, in my shoulder, maybe in my arm. Like oh, you know what that means. So oh, I spent far too much time having heart attacks. Same, same. Um, my digestion was really bad as well. Physically, mm-hmm. I used to get. Um, constipation, diarrhea. Oh, my bowel movements basically all over the show. Uh, my intestinal cramps. Bloat. The worst, most bloating. frequent one was was bloating. Um, yeah, because um, now we know this, and we'll get Doctor Sula on at one point. But like, I didn't know for many years, nor did you, Drew. But that when you're anxious and that fight or flight threat response kicks in your intestinal tract actually closes in at different pressure points. Mm-hmm. 
and that releases oxygen into your abdomen yeah um which causes all sorts of stuff uh which is actually i think is linked to derealization as well but i haven't found an expert to confirm that for me yet. it's one of the first con yeah, conversations you and i ever had when we first met i remember you asking yeah. me, like if you don't know this i don't know who else to ask and i didn't know yeah. well, like why do i, I didn't know until i found yeah. someone who, an, an actual ibs i mean yeah. really good dr sula we'll, we'll get her on at some point but yeah, yeah. That, that was that was big when a lot of these things were linked um any other kind of main physical symptoms main physical symptoms and i think it comes along sometimes with the uh sometimes with the tightness across the chest and that is the feeling that you cannot breathe it feels like i can't breathe i yeah that was a big one too i'd walk around all day long doing these huge sighs like i was just had all the worries <laughs> in the world which i did you know up here i did and it was a constant battle to try to completely fill my lungs up to here. Like my, you know, like I needed the air to get all the way up to like the top of my trachea to feel like I was getting enough air. And that was a yep. never ending battle all day long, all day. Yeah, long. Well, it is because if, if you have that symptom, it's because, yeah, I hear that a lot. I can't get enough air. I can't get a full breath. Air hunger. Um, is what air hunger. Air that's hunger. the one. Yeah. Really. And it's because you're breathing in too much. Yeah. You're, the problem is, body, the, is not the yeah. inhale, it's the exhale, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. or just you've just been inhaling too much you know, loads yeah. or holding your breath even. Yep. Uh, anxious people hold their breath unknowingly. Um, and so what the body is doing is being really clever and it's going, hey, you're having too much oxygen. And so if you can't kind of catch your breath, it's like because you've been breathing too much. Yeah. And that's fine. You've got more than enough oxygen in there. And you'll find that anyone listening to this has this problem. They'll be like, oh yeah, it always just passes. Of course it does, because your body will bring you back to a state of homeostasis. Yeah. Obviously, if you've got like conditions like um, uh, uh, COPD, COPD, asthma, uh, uh, asthma, stuff like that. Everyone. Yeah, you've got, you know, you do, yeah. do your due diligence and look after yourself. But in general, with anxiety, it's like, you know, it, your body will bring you back. You back to that state, yeah. But that shortness of breath or feeling like you can't get a deep enough breath—that's a huge symptom that I hear every single day. It's a big one. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, how about the, and the one I hear? Oh, sorry. I was going to say I was going to ask you about dizziness. People say all the time, "I'm dizzy. I feel dizzy," or that off balance, yeah, disequilibrium yeah. thing, or whatever you want to call it. Put the, put that all under one, yeah, one. roof uh, under one umbrella. That's dizziness, lightheadedness, yeah, um, and lopsided feeling i used to have this thing where i just it just felt lopsided like i was about to fall over um i know there's quite a lot of people that i've seen in this practice that have actually been misdiagnosed with labyrinthitis mm -hmm. because you ever find that the you, you would drift yeah. to one side when you walk did you ever have that yeah yeah, yeah that, that's what i mean the the, yeah. the lopsidedness like a yeah um and a lot of people have that and i found when people don't get me wrong labyrinthitis is a thing but yeah. like uh, and there's another one as well. What was it? Uh, Meniere's disease. Meniere's, yeah. But Meniere's is so impactful. You know when you have that. Yeah, but the, lots of people misdiagnose with it yeah. as well, like because of because of this anxiety. Yep. Um, don't get me wrong; it's possible to have Meniere's and have sure. anxiety, but you know, um, in general, uh, I, I hear that a lot. Yeah, it's a big one: lightheadedness, stuff like that. And again, usually linked to what the other symptoms, like breathing. Mm -hmm. If you're breathing in too much oxygen and hyperventilating, you're going to feel lightheaded. Yeah, you know, if your blood, if your fight or flight response is kicking in, and the blood pressure is shifted from your brain to the major muscle groups, you're gonna notice that change. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the blood has been distributed. Your blood pressure is different. 
in different parts of your body compared to when you're sat relaxed. And the tension so, in yeah, the core you, of your yeah. body matters. That's that proprioception thing. Your balance is coordinated by the, your inner ear, your brain, and your the core muscles. Those things have to work together. It's a, it's mm. a balance is an amazing thing. It doesn't take much to throw it off. So bad posture yeah. can create that. Like, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. you ever do you ever get those weird thoughts, Drew? Like, not weird, but just like existential dissociative thoughts, but very kind of like Jean-Paul Sartre, where you just walking along. And I'm just, I was walking to Wembley Stadium. I just saw people walking. I was like, we are weird. <laughs> we are creatures just walking on yeah. two legs. Yeah. With arms and ears. Oh my God. Wow. God, we're weird. Why have we got hair, hair on just our heads and not our faces, bits above our face and whatnot? Yeah. I mean, Talk about those are part of the mental anxiety. symptoms yeah those those yeah. thoughts that get so loud and pronounced when you're anxious yeah yeah, yeah. and and again they loads of them link derealization dpdr yeah yeah if you have existential existential fear. thoughts 100 oh, yeah perfect combination it, it, it makes it worse isn't it? Yeah. you know like yeah. chest pains and heart palpitations oh my god it's making it worse yep um you know uh, headaches and dizziness and migraines. Yeah. Oh my God, there must be something really wrong with my brain. Sure, sure. How about the, the old, yeah. well, you talked about bloating and things of that nature. There's the nausea. So many people will deal with nausea, but, and really mm. be afraid of it, especially if you are dealing with aminophobia, then if you get nauseous when you're anxious, which is very, very common, you know, we all know, oh, my stomach was in knots. There's a reason why we say things like that. Then that will trigger you even more if you're afraid that you might vomit. It gets really tough, but nausea is an incredibly common. The need to run to the bathroom, incredibly common. So yep. to, to be expected. Yeah. What about um, mm -hmm. what if we move on to some thought symptoms? Yeah. Well, you know, um, you know, it's an anxious thought symptoms when it begins with what if. Mm -hmm. thoughts that I would have would be focused often on death and, and existence and things like that. What, what if I lose my, I had this amorphous fear and it was attached to DPDR that I would somehow just sort of fade away. And that was physical, but it was also mental. I'd have that thought again. Like it feels like I'm just slipping away and I just wanted to hold on and it, nothing to hang on to. I didn't know what to hold on to, but it was a yeah. thought that I was sort of just slipping away to what I don't know. Death. I don't know. But uh, yeah. that was very sticky, very sticky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, you reminded of my my scariest one was that what if I never feel like me again? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I never what really if, followed what, it. Through what if to this that. is? What if? What if this is now me forever? Yeah. Oh, they were the two big ones, particularly when I first started planning. Sort of. What if I am never calm again? What if anxiety never goes away? Mm -hmm. What if I'm going to have a heart attack? Yeah. No, what if people judge me? What if people think I'm crazy? What if the medication makes me worse? Yep. Um, yeah, look, they're all coming back now. Yeah. You know, what What if my um, twitching muscle is the sign of a neurological disorder? Sure. What, um, what if my dry mouth means something bad? I don't know. What if I get depressed? Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that's a big one. Silly. The, fear of, yeah. the fear of getting depressed, sure. Um, yeah. I, other thoughts to me that would get really loud, my own mortality, but also I would look at like my kids and, and think, you know, in a really anxious state, I would have this storm of thoughts about one day, not only will I be gone, but so will they. And it was just crushing, like, 
here I am sitting I at the kitchen. Get them. Yeah, I'm I sitting at the kitchen those, table yeah. and I'm looking at them and they're four years old and six years old, but one day they're not going to be here. Well, none of us will. And that was such a loud thought when, when I got amped up, it would, yeah. that thought would get louder and louder. So. Yeah. And it's exactly, it's like everyone has those thoughts, but yeah, when you're anxious, it's oh, like yeah. putting them through a megaphone and projecting it onto the side of the empire state building. You yeah. know, it's like, Oh my God, it suddenly feels real now. Um, in a better place with it though, though, cause you have those thoughts cause you care and you love. Yeah, you know, you and, can't have one without the other sometimes. And they're you know, reality. Care and love. So yeah, some of those yeah. anxious thoughts, symptoms, I think, are just real life, real issues or things that you know one day will happen that we all have to face unpleasant things and they just front and center, like they're happening right now. They become super important. Yeah. 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 Uh, someone with OCD, I get intrusive thoughts um, and thoughts on such hyper repeat that, you know, it's just over and over and over and over and over and over mm -hmm. again. Oh, actually one of the while we're on thoughts one of the scariest ones for me and this has always happened when i have a panic attack is which is good now because i can recognize it but my thoughts race so much mm. that i can't quite catch a single thought okay so it's just like and, and it racing like literally racing thoughts i never had that to begin with with anxiety it was like one that it was a symptom that came up mm. but i was like oh my god this is so overwhelming what if my it and then that ties in with thoughts like, what if I'm going crazy? And then when you feel detached and derealized, you feel like, oh my God, I am going crazy. Actually, I'm just experiencing adrenaline rush. It's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, it always passes. And actually, I got pretty good at just being like, oh, I'm having an, a, yeah. I, well, I don't even call it panic attack anymore. I'm just like, oof, you know, body's having that adrenaline rush. Yeah. Let, it, let it get through. In fact, the more intense it is now, the quicker it will pass. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a big, yeah, the racing thoughts was a big one. It, it, like, it felt like they were taking place like above my brain, like I was just watching this carnage of, um, like a fast forwarded VHS. Yeah. I used to literally call It's funny that you say that I used to literally call it brain race. I would say I'm having brain race again. And oh, when I like I, that, yeah, I prefer that. I'm having brain yeah. race and it was very disturbing and disconcerting. And when I started practicing meditation and relaxation and focus exercises, it was like learning to take my foot off the clutch or to press the clutch. The engine is really spinning, but I'll wait. If I just, yeah. if I just hit the clutch, anybody's who's listening to us that actually knows what a clutch is at this point, but you know, it meant the engine can really race as long as much as you want, but then the car would just coast or not move at all. So um, that yeah. was really helpful, but yeah, that's really common. That's a common symptom. Also that brain racing thing. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. And, uh, Emotional symptoms, where would you start with that? Emotional symptoms, I've heard a lot of people that say that one of their anxious responses is anger. They get very angry to the point where they feel like they might not be able to control it. That's one, you know, anger mm -hmm. is a common anxious emotion, I think. Um, how about crying? Have you ever people talk about crying? Crying, um, anger, uh, dread, doom. I don't like the doom one, the the, the nihilistic stuff. Um, yeah. When you're anxious a lot, and that's usually when I'm in that state. That's when I get the thoughts of, like you said, you know, about your kids and, and loved ones, stuff like that. Yeah. Because I'm in that state of threat. You know, it's it's got to find a th my brain has to find a threat somewhere. Yep. Um. Yeah. Um. Quite anger sometimes. Uh, irritability, mm -hmm. massive one for me. Mm -hmm. So irritated. Um. 
I would have like misophonia and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I would sometimes experience what the only thing I could think of would be anticipatory grief. Nobody was dying. Like anticipatory grief is pretty well known. Like if you're a loved one with a terminal illness, you begin to grieve often before they pass. And I would have anticipatory grief about being old and alone, things I don't ever mm. really think about. And I don't necessarily fear, but in mm. that state, I would, I, that would come up like, and I, it would really throw me for a, a loop. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big. Um, yeah, and freezing as well, just like freezing and feeling numb. Mm -hmm. Like actually, I'm, I'm I'm anxious, and then I'm so exhausted, I actually feel numb. Maybe there's some coexisting depression there as well, so, and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I'm just feeling completely numb. I know. Um, some people either on or off medications feel numb. Sometimes the medication can make them feel numb. Sometimes it yeah. coming off them, they feel that. Yeah. Um, what's what's the um, the Brené Brown thing? She says she says a like, like a general sense of foreboding. Yeah. That's and I I read I, went, I was like oh yeah that's a really good shout. Yeah, I like that uh, better than impending doom. Everybody always says it's a feeling of impending doom. But it, it doesn't quite feel like impending doom. I'm not looking up at the skies for the meteorite to clean right, me out. Right. But it just feels like a a slow march, uh, which we often joke about. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. 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 How's your Tuesday? Another step towards I the know, That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> One step closer right. to we death. Need to, we need to cheer this podcast up now immediately. We do. We do. Uh, well, and, and I suggest playing a game. Should we we could totally do that. I, I think just the, the point is going through all this, and it does sound really depressing and down, but like <laughs> whatever your symptoms are, and you're going to see in a second as we start rapid firing symptoms out there that it's all normal. It's normal. It doesn't mean something is really wrong. It's really scary. Hopefully you will take that out of this podcast. That like, okay, I'm not alone in this. This is normal. It's to be expected. I don't like it, but maybe I can understand it a little bit more and, and start yeah. to work with it a little bit differently. And the common, and you need to realize that anxiety uh, with the adrenaline and the cortisol and all that, and your sensitized nervous system, it has a big effect on your body. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not a dangerous effect, but that discomfort, all that energy has to have an outlet. Yeah. And that outlet for our ancestors, if you tuned into last episode, was was great. I can run with my spears, I can hide, I can do all these things and engage with it. But a lot of people have anxious responses sat at the desk, yeah. sat at the office, doing all these things. And so there isn't that adequate outlet. And so the body will find a way to process it. So if you get headaches, tense muscles, pumping hearts, derealization, stuff like that, that's just your body processing what is a very healthy response. Yeah. I know one of the most difficult things in recovery and when you're starting to get the ball rolling that way and starting to try to get better, it's that mistrust. But what if it's not anxiety? I get that. That's the hardest part of dealing with symptoms, whether they yeah. be physical, emotional, mental, but, but there's always the doubt. Maybe it isn't anxiety. I get that. That's a hundred. Everybody's been through that. Everybody. I was, yeah, I know Josh has. It's a tr it's an uncertainty, isn't yeah. it? Uh, and also if the, if, you know, disclaimer, common sense. If you have got a symptom and stuff and you are concerned about it, go talk to your general practitioner or your doctor. Yeah. Um, but in general, kind of, yeah, you yeah. Know, obviously look at that. I get it. So should we play a little game? 
I cannot wait. I'm going to win. <laughs> you might. I don't know. This will be a tough one. It's going to be neck and neck. All right, ready, guys? Here we go. Okay, yeah. Welcome to Anxiety Symptom Hot Shots with your hosts, Drew Linsalata and Anxiety Josh. Take it away, Josh. You're the first up. When you, it's like, did I just buy Mario on Wish or something? Well, let's go. It's good. It's a, what does it mean? It's a pirate of a pirate of a pirate of Mario. So, yeah, that's a pirate. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we're in any danger from Nintendo with that, 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 uh, no. that attempt at a, at a soundtrack. Okay, let's go. Anxiety Hotshot Simpsons are going to keep going. First person to not get an answer in five seconds loses. Okay, oh. I'm going to go straight in and say dizziness. Uh, I'm going to say neck tension. Heart palpitations. I feel like I can't breathe. Heart flutters. Uh, nauseous. Constipation. Feeling hot or cold. Brain race. Let's take that off you. Oh, brain race is a good one. Um, I'm going to go with um, feeling like I'm unsteady or off to the side. Benign fisculations, also known as muscle twitching. Oh, I had muscle twitches. I freaking hated them. Very good. Very yeah. good. Um, PVCs, flutters, heart flutters, skip beats. Um, back pain, particularly around the ribs. Mm, and so we can go jaw pain from clenching and clenching all the time. Dry mouth. Yeah, visual disturbances, floaters. Pain on my eyebrows because of my face, my scrunching of my face. Mm, ringing of the ears. A sensation of pressure under my ribs. Oh, that's a good one too. Hated that. <laughs> um, Stop I'm, stalling, Drew. No, Stop no, no. Stalling I know, but you're, you're, you're striking nerves here. Um, <laughs> the other one I would say would be, um, well, depersonalization. Feeling like you're not real. Yeah, feeling like the room you're in is far away. So it's a bit of like a branch of depersonalization, but it's more like dissociation, dissociating mm -hmm. from the room you're in. Yeah, can't concentrate. Can't concentrate on what people are saying. Hmm. Hearing your voice. Oh, your own voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, is that my voice? Does it sound like me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or uh, looking at people that you see every day and not recognizing them or suddenly they look weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, poor posture. Very good. Uh, forgetting, being forgetful. Yeah. Uh, s Google searching. Oh, Google searching. Everybody Google searches. Dr. Google. The symptom, that's a symptom of anxiety is when you're constantly Google searching. Yep, you're 100% right. Um, lose, manual dexterity goes to shit. Like, I can't hold a pen. I can't write. Uh, I'm fumbling with my keys, like in a horror movie. Every, brightness is turned up everywhere. Oh, so good. Uh, or being really sensitive to sounds or change. I'll just leave it at sounds. Sensitive to sounds. Yeah, like when they're like kind of too like yep. close and far. Yeah, I'm going to add to that as a separate answer. Uh, when sounds, uh, the, the 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 proximity of sounds is all muddled up. Yeah, yeah, that's so, definitely so good. like near and far. Like, oh, does that, is that near? Is that far? Yeah, yeah. How about changes in light? Sun goes behind a cloud. Panic. I'm sensitive to that. I hear that. Yeah. Appetite loss. Oh, very good. Uh, I'm also going to say then sensitivity to temperature, a hot or cold blast. Too sensitive. Oh, too yeah. much. Yeah. Insomnia. Oh, insomnia. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, well, we talked about the emotional ones, anger or irritability. Yeah. Um, a band around your head, feeling like there's a band around your scalp and around your forehead. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go with extreme sadness or bursting out into tears. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Irritability. 
We've not said that yet. I could ding you on that one because I think I said it, but I, I probably used. Did you say it? I did. did I say said anger and irritability. No, uh, anger and irritability. <laughs> well, no, you can't have. I two. can't have two. You can have what? I was I'm cheating. still in this game, and I also don't like losing. <laughs> <laughs> You're still in it. Um, acid reflux. I yes. used bad heartburn when I was anxious. Yes, and, I, and I'm going to follow on that with trapped wind because I didn't realize trapped wind can actually go up behind your ribs, like into your back and stuff because I was getting all these weird pains and tingles. Oh, crap, I've just given you one. <laughs> he just gave me one. Um, but I'm yeah. going to go with numbness in the face around your lips and nose, which is you hyperventilating, by the way. Tingles in yeah. the extremities, particularly yeah. in hands and feet. Uh, another one would be claw hands and feet. When your hands and feet lock, that's also you hyperventilating. Yeah. Um, blocked nasal passages, particularly in the morning. Ooh, dry mouth. Didn't I already say dry Did mouth? you say dry mouth? Oh, no. I think I did suck. <laughs> I'll give, you gave me a pass. I'll give you a pass. That's right. it. Next person loses. Um, sore throat. Ooh, sore throat is a good one. I'm going to go with, uh, you know what? I don't want to go there on that one. Uh, it's a little too sensitive, I think. But, uh, well, I would say the need to run to the bathroom, but because you have to pee. Yeah. yeah. Frequent urination. Yeah. yeah. Um, difficulty swallowing. Oh, globus hystericus is a real thing. Tough one. Globus sensation. Yeah. yeah. The globus sensation. Oh, that's actually one of the common ones we missed. I know. Feeling like something stuck in your throat. There's a lump in yeah. my throat. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, I would say yeah. flip-flopping of the stomach, which is not necessarily, no, it was that feeling like your stomach is literally flopping around, like you're on a roller coaster. Yeah. Yep. That's a, that's a good one. Um, a, a, a loss in your libido. That's another good one, too. Yeah, okay. I would have the that visual, these are hard to sometimes explain, but that thing where you turn your head and your eyes and brain don't match. So you try and just look straight ahead. Oh yeah, like visual kind of disturbances. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, hypersensitivity to hypnagogic sleep. So that when you're about to fall asleep and you can hear like the dream voices in your head, mm -hmm. and you're like, "Oh my god, is that me going insane?" Yeah. Uh, or when you wake up, uh, I that was a big one for me actually. I was like, "That's the first sign of me going insane." Yeah, clearly. And it's not. It's just really. It's just really normal. Something I've had all my life. Okay, so one along the lines of going to sleep would be if I was laying in bed trying to go to sleep, I would feel my heart pounding against my spine. Ah. It was such a strange sensation. Like I could yeah. feel it pounding in my back. Ooh, hated it. Yeah. Sweating, perspiration. Mm, very good. Well, I'm starting to run out of them. We've been at it for like five on, minutes here. Um, I would say the change in your taste of uh, uh, taste, sense of taste gets altered. This doesn't taste right. Yeah. The, the need to self-medicate. So I used to go for beer and stuff like that. Yep. Or on the flip side, completely avoiding that because we don't want to feel any more anxious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another symptom that I used to feel. Oh, I would feel like the ground was unsteady under me, but we've already kind of said that. I'd be duplicating. Oh, should I just keep going? You know, I'm the champ. I think you Hair are. pulling, biting of the skin, small self-harm, um like in terms of uh, as a release not necessarily depressive but depression but you know that uh i did a thing where i bite bite my lip and i think that's actually to do with lots of uh, an anxious response to my neurodivergence yeah um because i'm slowly learning that um i'm quite um autistic but yeah no. that's, that's cool uh but autism and anxiety go hand in hand mm -hmm. um just things like uh, things like i, I smell more because i because i'm more anxious and sweating quite a lot 
I know that sounds like I'm not now. I smell amazing, by the way, now. <laughs> just to throw it out there. Weight loss, weight gain. Yeah, yeah. Um, many things, and I think I have. Yeah, we're going to call We'll call it. We'll give, it, give this one to Josh. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I've done that. I'm the champion. Ding, 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 um, ding. <laughs> of that weird Mario anxiety hot shots. Winner, game. winner, yes. chicken dinner. Good job, Josh. <laughs> we could <laughs> just, probably. Just as you know, I win. And I hope Carl the Critic is absolutely slamming you <laughs> not right now. Yes, in my head, I am completely like, it just doesn't work anymore for me. I, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm clearly inadequate. So It's Craig the Critic. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Craig the Critic. Craig the Critic. Why do I call him Carl? I don't oh, know. That I was lose. our original concept was oh, Carl yeah. the Critic. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, the point is there are so many of these symptoms, and I know we made light of it a little bit. We're not trying to minimize the impact on anybody. We've lived all these things, but just understand we could have probably kept going for another 20 or 30 minutes if we wanted to give it a lot of deep thought. But this is what bodies and brains will do when, when faced with a threat. Things don't get logical. They get very illogical really quickly. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Should we do um, a question real quick to end it? Yeah, so the question, I've got a, another did it anyway that, that was sent in. Okay. And, um, but what? yeah, you answer the question and I'll uh, ask okay. the question. Sorry, and I'll, uh... Let's see. I asked my uh, my Instagram audience to send us questions. And boy, there are a lot of questions. Since the last episode recorded, we got another 25 of these or so. Um, let me just pick one really quick. This one would be, this is a good one. Can one panic attack last an hour? Uh, you think? And you can be anxious for an hour. Definitely. Um, what I don't what i don't think helps people is that i don't even use the word panic attack anymore but mm -hmm. we'll talk about that later can an adrenaline rush and the effects of the adrenaline rush both the build-up and aftermath last an hour yeah yeah can the acute fright and terror at the very peak of a, of a panic attack adrenaline rush last for an hour no yeah but if you look at it if you look at, look at it on a hypothetical graph that the parabola would be there'd be a peak and then it would come down Whereas some people misinterpret a panic attack as either all the anxiety is gone, mm -hmm. and then I'm either I'm scared or all the anxiety has to go. Uh, but no, it's it's physiologically impossible to do that. Uh, could you be? Could you go from like four out of ten fear to ten out of ten fear, back down to four, then mm -hmm. maybe six, and then four, and then five, and then four, and then maybe eight, and then four over a course of an hour? Yeah, you you can. Yeah, but it will never be constant, and or take reassurance in the fact that it will pass yeah your body does not have the capacity to to stay at full tilt panic for an hour just or days no. people will say I, as soon as i wake up i'm panicking and i panic all day long you probably it's undulating i used to call it it's just undulating panic and that comes from is it is, is it gone is it gone is it coming back is it gone is it coming back and boom then it comes back because is it coming i really back? like that undulating panic. undulating yeah, panic. I, I can i can really wreck yeah you um, never get down to zero resonate with that yeah but your yeah. your was good eight to four eight to four ten to four ten to three yeah it happens yeah good question uh, i've got one my did it anyway um i haven't been able to sit in a salon for long enough to get my nails done until yesterday an hour and a half smashed it booked in again for two hours tomorrow for a different treatment my husband isn't so sure these are actually exposures or me pampering myself i'll tell you what you can do both and you deserve to pamper yourself that's excellent uh, i remember similar I, I didn't i went without a haircut for a very long time so i was afraid i'd panic yeah in there and uh now actually i enjoy the haircut because i 
yeah, you know, like chatting and, and being there. But yeah, that was one of my exposures. Well done. Well done to that person. Very good. I know that's a big deal. It's a very big deal. So mm, yeah, superb. We need to get Keep our applause in. We like the hashtag did it anyways. Yeah. Send yeah. them over any way you can. We'll, we'll end every episode with a question or at least most episodes with a question and it did it anyway. So we could cheer for each other. And I think we covered it 40 minutes worth of anxiety symptoms. Yeah. We know that we, you know, afterwards we'll be like, Oh, I wish you would have said that, but yeah, whatever. we get it. You yeah. get the, you get the point. You get Thanks it. for tuning in guys to this episode of disordered and we'll catch you next time. You keep well out there. Absolutely. See you next time. Hey, it's Drew. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Disordered. Josh and I both hope that you're finding it helpful in some way. For more information about Josh or me or the Disordered podcast, find us on the web at disordered.fm. That's disordered.fm. Pop on over and find links to our social media platforms. Join our mailing list so we can let you know when new podcast episodes are available. And we'll send you easy ways to ask us questions and share your wins so we can answer questions on the air and share your successes with the community. And if you're listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any platform that lets you rate or review, do us a favor and leave us a five-star rating and maybe write a review if you're digging disordered. It really helps us out and we appreciate that. Thanks again for coming by and we'll see you in the next episode.